So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Thanks for checking out the Sports Geeta Wrestling Podcast. If you want to support us just a little bit more, give us a five-star review and let us know what you think. Plus, check out all of the content we have on this feed every single week for free. Bill After and Teddy Long covering the wrestling time machine. Plus, Dutch Mantel reviewing SmackDown and AEW. The biggest wrestling topics, the biggest breaking news, all on this feed. What is going on, everybody? This is Dr. Chris Thunderstone for yet another episode of the Crew Show. Already coming out of the gate, ladies and gentlemen, the helium coming out with the hatchet. Here we go. Oh, out of frame, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Former WWE head writer, former WCW World Heavyweight Champion, he is Vince Russo. Vince Russo! How are you, my man? I am doing good, Dr. Chris. How are you? I am tired, man. I'm tired. I'm a busy man. We were talking about that before uh, we went on air, man. Uh, I'm tired, but I'm here and I'm ready to rock and roll. I'm uh, always excited to do this show with you, man, as much as I... uh, don't enjoy watching Raw, man. I enjoy doing this show, so it uh, makes up for all of it, man. Well, I want people to write down this date, guys. It is the 6th of February, uh, depending on what time zone you're in. I am in mountain time zone, so it's 9.07 p.m., and I want you to write this down. Mm. Uh, this is coming from the guy, bro, that's very, very bitter. Uh, because the WWE ain't calling me for a job, bro. That That's why I bury everything, Chris. You know that, right? Of course, of course. You know that I really love what I watch, but I bury it because I'm very upset You're bitter. That, that Trips doesn't call me. You're you a bitter man, Vince. Bro, write this down. The WWE tonight, uh, they did one thing that was absolutely excellent and i don't even realize bro if they know that they did it but they need to continue to do it i think it is a pivotal time for them chris because you and i both know the road to wrestlemania is when they do their best ratings now, because of the, uh, the the luck of the draw or the way they roll the dice, they had the Raw 30th show and the show after WrestleMania back-to-back. So they, they drew two good numbers in a row. So you would say they were a little bit on a momentum roll. And what do you and I always talk about? You got to keep it going, man. You got to keep it going. You got to keep it going. 
what they did that was excellent tonight, bro, was they literally took the biggest segments with the with the big stars and they strategically positioned them in such a way on the show that there's a good chance they ain't going to lose 600,000 people in the third hour. There's a very good chance on tonight's show they'll keep the audience. The way they started with Edge, big star. You know, and again, bro, they're counting on the stars of yesteryear, yeah. but I'm talking about the formatting of the show. So they, they positioned Edge. Then they had a little stuff in between. Then they had Lesnar. Then they had a little stuff in between. Then they had uh, Cody and Heyman. Mm -hmm. Then they had a little stuff in between. Then they had Lita at the end. So the way they formatted this, and I don't even know if they realized the way they did it. They did it in such a way to hold the audience. They did it in a smart way. Um, this should be the way they are always constantly doing things. So I'm going to make a prediction right now, bro. Obviously, I don't know what the ratings are going to be tomorrow. I think they're going to do another solid number tomorrow. And I do believe you're going to see the audience staying for the majority of the show. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like the build up for the top of the hour and, uh, and, and you know, for, for the hours and make each hour make sense and make it uh, have some momentum going to the next hour. I mean, I hope that, uh, you know, we keep this momentum because it seems like I said before, you know, they, they phone it in a lot, you know, when they have uh, the Monday night football, <laughs> but it's, it's, you know, it's unrivaled at this point, you know, I mean, there, there, there's no competition there. So, they really have a free for all and really have a lot of creative power to really do things that really cause that momentum without a lot of people drifting away from it, you know, to watch football. So, you know, kudos for them. So we will go into the first segment with uh, the edge promo. I mean, you know, it's interesting, man, because I say this all the time. I'm always a sucker for Edge's entrance. I mean, I think that Edge has one of the best entrances, man. Uh, especially as a baby face, man, and not so much as a heel. But, yeah, I like Edge's entrance, man. So it's a really good way to start the show. It's really good momentum for the show. Uh, comes with Beth Phoenix, cuts a promo, interrupted by Judgment Day. Uh, Judgment Day attacks Edge, and the Street Profits makes a save. Dominic gets uh, glam slammed by Beth Phoenix. So, <clears throat> okay, Let, let's get your thoughts on it first. Uh, well, I, first of all, bro, I kind of popped a little when when uh, uh, Damian Priest messed up the promo, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was talking about money, money in the bank. bank. Yeah, I, I, I thought, but, you know, bro, that, that's okay. Bro, it's a live show. Yeah. Stuff is going to happen. Listen, I like that dude. Yeah. I, I think that dude has star written all over him. You know, again, bro, it's all it's all about creative. Mm -hmm. um, but what I he, here's what I liked about this, bro. This is what I really liked about this, and I like the way they did it. Um, so they're getting heat on edge. Now they put Dawkins in a spot that will elevate him and make him look like a star. Dawkins saved 
edge. That's the most, bro, I've ever seen them make this guy look like a star. And they let him hit by himself, bro. And they let, you know, Montez Ford follow up. Bro, that that's putting that's putting Dawkins in a great spot, bro. That made Dawkins feel like a star. Yeah. They need to be doing more more things like this. Yeah, yeah. As far as what I thought, um, the I like the Dominic uh, Heat. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I do love, too. I, I, love I, the I, I like heat. it too, man. He's I like. Um, it. I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the 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 Beth Phoenix glam slam on Dominic. Um, I I don't think that that was necessary yet. I I don't think that that was necessary in order to build the momentum for the tag match. I think you need to protect Dominic. He's really getting legitimate heat right now, and I think you need to really capitalize on that and really do something with that. Like Vicky, um, like, like not yet Vicky Guerrero. But like he's starting to get that Vicky heat that that I'm really starting to like, and I think instead of just making him look like just a, a punk, you know, what I mean, I, I think yeah. you need to capitalize on that and just kind of uh, really organically just move forward with that heat. I, I think. See again, Doctor. This is the problem. This is the problem with is this a house show or is this a television show? Because I think they did that to pop the crowd early. Yeah, of course. They, yeah. you know, get get an early pop out of the crowd. That's yeah. why they did that. But that's a yeah. good point that you bring up. Or yeah. are we sacrificing the character a little mm-hmm. bit to get a pop from the crowd? Yeah, and I don't think it's necessary. Yeah, I, I don't think you. it's necessary to get like you would have got a pop from Beth Phoenix regardless. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it didn't need to sacrifice Dominic to get a Beth Phoenix pop for right. a, a tag match that you already know is going to happen. So. Right. I think that, that that was my criticism there. Uh, as far as as far as Dawkins, you know, it was it was a good spot by him. You know, at, at the end of the day, though, it's like I knew that Dawkins was going to lose. I, I get oh, what yeah, you're yeah. saying as far yeah, we, as you know, again, bro. This is the same thing. Way. This is the same yeah. thing as last week with the we we know who's going to win every one of these matches, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you knew that Damian Priest yeah. was going to was going to win this match. Yeah, uh, you know. Good showing by by Dawkins. Um, I, I just don't see him as a singles guy, man. And that, and that's the sad part with with Dawkins. It's like I'm really pulling for Dawkins. It's clear that Montez Ford is the Shawn Michaels of this, you know, tag team. You know what I mean? If if you know what I mean there, as, as far as the comparisons are concerned. Although I really I was a big Genetti fan back in the day too. But as far as just the the superstardom. Uh, and getting pushed, but I, I think that uh, man, wh- what do you do with Angelo Dawkins if they indeed split? Wh- where does Dawkins go? I guess there? you're gonna have to do the heel turn. You, uh, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm, what, I'm, what, what 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 else are you gonna do, bro? You know? Yeah. The 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 problem is with like, who cares about Angelo Dawkins being a heel? I mean. Yeah. Like, He's just going to be buried with with all the other heels, man. Yeah. I just don't see. Yeah. Okay, so so if Dawkins turns on Montez Ford, Montez Ford to beat Dawkins a few weeks later, and then Dawkins will get buried, you know, at lower level. You know what right. I mean? So I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, what, Scott what, Smith with a three dollars sticker before we. Uh, what I did not like about this though, bro, was you, you know again, bro. It's early on in the show. You got the momentum with with Edge and Beth Phoenix. Then, in my opinion, bro, you let it go too long. 
Yeah. And yeah. now, now we've gone through two commercial breaks. Bro, listen, I am a firm believer. No match should go through a commercial break. Mm -hmm. Never, ever, ever during the Attitude Era did we have a commercial during a match. Yeah. That's all in the formatting of the show. So, you know, bro, good surprise with Edge at the beginning and Beth Phoenix. But then again, bro, they they just, for my taste, we knew Priest was going over. Yeah. We don't need this long, drawn-out match. Yeah, I agree. And, and too, ma too many kickouts, bro. I mean, I mean, just way, way too many kickouts, man. Yeah. The, the thing, I think the match did show it did give put the fans behind Dawkins so I appreciate that it was just like you knew that you knew that Priest was going to win it's just right. uh, you know it's just hard to really place Dawkins as far as a singles guy right now man yes he did get some shine in the match but where does he go from here I'm really interested to see how that goes I, I'm not I'm not hopeful as far as where Dawkins goes but we'll see yeah. uh, Luke 499 Super Chat bro Currently on set for Chicago PD, doing an overnight shoot. Thankful to have you guys help uh, helping kill time between camera set. It was best for all my Luke, my man. Thank you, man. He's on Chicago thank PD. You. Yeah, I know Luke. Say, yeah, I see Luke on the uh, brand quite often. Nice to see you, my friend Luke. Okay, good stuff, man. I appreciate uh, your support, Luke. Uh, let's go on uh, with uh, the backstage segment. Adam Pierce. Uh, with the maximum male models interrupted by uh, Chelsea Green. Uh, oh, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. It's time for Joey. Time out. Time out. Time out, Joey. Time out, Joey. Bro, can I ask this question? What you got? How difficult was it? And how long did we have to wait for Austin Theory to drive up in a very expensive car where when he when he drove up and walked out, you said, what a, you know what? Mm -hmm. how, how how hard is that, bro? Yeah. How, hard, how hard is that for them to do? Yeah. Why, why did we have to wait so long? But you know what, bro? They did it. Kudos to them. It's stuff like this that's going to get the guy over as a heel. True, but at the end of the night, though, he still looked like a punk. You know, yes. and it's like, man, yeah, they just can't stop doing it, man. It's like he just—I mean, if he's going to come out and if he's going to come to the arena with an expensive car like carry it throughout the show instead of him looking like a punk every single week, man. It just I really agree. doesn't help. I anymore. agree with that. I yeah. Agree. So we have uh backstage Adam Pierce with maximum male models interrupted by Chelsea green. What do you think about maximum male models and uh, Chelsea green so far? I don't, I don't know like too much. I, I never watch a uh, SmackDown, so I don't know too much. I'm going to have to watch these guys on this show. Um, Man, I just think Chelsea Green and I think Chelsea Green and Carmella are, are just too similar. And, and I know Carmella's the Staten Island girl and all that. But, bro, she did the whole thing with Reginald when he was the wine guy and all that stuff. I, yes. I, 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 just, think, yeah, I just think the characters are, uh, are too close. 
Yeah, I mean, what is it's like not I, I think like I think the term is like Becky, I think. Like like the like the younger Karen is like a Becky or something like that. I, I think know, yeah, this is, of, yeah, a, yeah. this is not a this is not a Karen. Yeah, I, I yeah, mean, yeah. this is not a Karen it's at not all. Not a Karen. It's it's not a Karen, and it's not I don't know. I don't I don't really know what to put on Chelsea, and it's not like helping her because like she got eliminated early in the Royal Rumble and she lost this match. So it's not really that, that that's that that's a great point, Chris, because now the problem is you can't come back next week and demand this and demand that. You lost. Exactly. Like you lost. Yeah, yeah. So like I, I don't why would you go down this road now if she's untouchable? And nobody's beating her. Like, that's one thing. But you can't come back and, and demand chocolate and this and that. And the other thing, if you lost your first match on Raw, th- 100%, th- that kind of kill, kills the whole gimmick, Chris. 100%. Because at the end of the if you keep winning matches, you're bringing, uh, you're essentially bringing money, you know, right. to, to the show. Like, you're an asset at this point, right? right. So uh, basically, my stock is rising. I'm an asset. I'm important. And so you need me on the show. So I'm going to, I I need these type of things and I need these type of accommodations for, because I'm a hot commodity. And so you're going to give me these accommodations. But if I get eliminated early and I lose a match, I'm a liability. And so I essentially can ask for something and I'm just like, no, I mean, you're, you're a liability. We don't, we don't need you. And, and, and you know what, bro, we'll be totally wrong. If they go down that road, yeah. if they go down that road, fine. If, if, if she goes to Pierce next week, I want this, that, and the other thing. And he's like, you know, fine. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I just have a feeling that they're not going to do that. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. Uh, Dexter Loomis defeating Baron Corbin. Um, you know, it, it, there were some rumors that uh, this was going to be a breakup. We'll talk about the breakup segment here in a minute. But man, wh- what do you what do you do? What do you what do you do with Corbin at this point? Bro, do you I'm, think, I'm, I'm getting the feeling at? like are are they going back to the down on his luck, Corbin? Is that what they're going back to? And I thought about that. Well, you know, we'll get to that segment. I thought about that uh, earlier, but it seems like that definitely wasn't on the on the table, though. Like it seems like they had to call an audible for that. That was not on the table, yeah. bro. This this was this. We, we talked about this at the very beginning, but bro, they never made Corbin strong out of the gate. No. So I, I I don't know if they were really expecting to marry JBL with Corbin, or I don't know, bro, there's no way this could have been about a match between the two at WrestleMania because they don't think that far in advance. Right. right. So, so that's not what this was. But they were burying Corbin from the start. Yeah. I mean, even, even like I said this before, I mean, the first night, and I said this on the show, it, it it didn't match. I mean, you had some, you know, stock, you know, uh investing aristocratic, you know, very wealthy type of, you know, uh, uh type of blue bloodish, you know, uh, uh JBL, very regal, kind of, you know, uh nose up in the air, I'm better than you. And then you had like hit the lottery, lucky number seven, Baron Corbin come out with this slot machine song. 
how does that match up with like Wall Street JBL? Like, I, and the gear, it just didn't Bro, match I, from the beginning. I, I said this, I would have totally understood this. And we talked about this. If this was a down on his luck veteran that needed a spot and some money. Yeah. Okay, what 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 can we get that that JBL's got more money than you can imagine. So yeah. I, I I don't I don't know what this was from the jump, bro. Yeah, yeah. If he was bummy Corbin, see, I I don't know, I know you don't want SmackDown, but I've said this from the very very beginning. I think that they dropped the ball immensely when they did decided not to turn Corbin babyface. He was starting to get that organic, sympathetic, yeah. you know, type of uh uh support when he was bummy and like they would have segments and you know he was stains on his shirt and he was just really just scruffy and then eventually like I really liked just where he was going and he was really doing a really good job uh really maximizing that those minutes there and then the payoff was an IG post of him winning the lottery. It, it just it was so off. I mean, months yeah, it was, upon it, it, months. It was Roseanne. It was yeah, a Roseanne. Yeah. It's exactly it and bro, and, and see that that's the thing too, bro. Bro, that storyline put Roseanne out of business. Yeah. They, they, they did not want to see the Connors with money. Bro, the show was dead yeah. after that. And yeah. that was the same story pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah, it was man. The payoff was just so just contrived. And I was yeah. like, man, this this is it. Like we got to find out on IG after all these months that he hit the lottery, and it was just and it was nothing from that either. I mean, even him hitting the lottery, lottery. I mean, he ended up getting like Madcap Moss, and that was like his associate. But that nothing came out of that either. I mean, the best thing he came out of uh, Corbin was a match against Pat McAfee. And that was, and he lost, you know what I mean? So, and he had a mania match, you know, against uh, Drew McIntyre. But that's really all you had, man. I mean, the, the Kurt Angle thing, They there was times where they really thought high about Corbin, but he seems like he's a company guy. He seems like he's all about, you know I mean? He has life outside of WWE, so he's not really like, you know, like, hands and feet and just buried in the in the you know uh in the product he has a life outside so maybe i mean you, let me know what you think about this for people who you know people in wwc has has life and has you know potentially if they walk away they'll be fine do they not put as much stock uh, and those people as people who are like heart and soul john cena in the business is there a type of is there favoritism in a way there for people who are like blood sweat and tears in the business i bro i don't think there's favoritism if this guy's gonna go through now what is fourth or fifth different character bro think about that too as a talent that's got to be so disheartening yeah that's got to be I, I mean bro it's like okay bro something didn't work once okay bro it just didn't work yeah but now 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 that second time Bro, when you're on three, four, and five, like that, that has got to suck the life out of you as a talent. Yeah. I mean, bro, I, I'm working on an indie level, and sometimes things aren't working. But if I change somebody, 
that's going to work, bro. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I know why it failed and this is what we got to do. But I don't know, bro, four, five different times. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, he was, you know, lone wolf and he cut his hair off and he was with the. Bro, I swear the best I ever saw this character was when he was at NXT with the long hair and he looked like De Niro's character in, um, uh, what was the name of that? Cape Fear. Yeah. That was that was the best I ever saw this guy look. The thing is, at that time, I was I was big on Corbin because they would, he would literally have like 20, 30 second matches, and like he got to the point like people would count down, yeah, like, yeah. like they would count the from the bell, they would count, and he would end in like 20, 30 seconds, and that really gave him a lot of momentum. The the, the look was so much yeah. better, bro. Yeah, it was. Like, it was good. I know, I know that he's his hair started to go out, so yeah. that, that, that was the that was the cut. And so, yeah, I mean, like he was Constable Corbin wearing, you know, he, he was wearing the vest and he, there was so many different incarnations of Corbin. Yeah. And he, he the thing is with Corbin, though, man, <clears throat> guys knows how to get heat, though. You know, he's always been a consistent heel. They just really need to place him right yeah. to really to press him, you know, push him to that different level. So, yeah. uh, Fernando, $5 super chat, bro. <laughs> I understand the storylines are a huge part of the show, but when do we critique the actual wrestling? They are not selling it at all sometimes. Ah, uh, bro, we that that would be the whole show, Fernando. I, I mean that that that's the style today, bro. That 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 is the style today. There's a term that Chris knows in wrestling, and it's called get your shiznit in. Mm-hmm. And and that's what they're all trying to do. They're trying to get their shiznit in. I, I, I just talked about it, Fernando, all, all the kickouts in that first match. I mean, they, 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 you know, they, there were at least three times when that match should have been over. Yeah. And there were at least three times, you know, what Fernando was saying, where the person who took the move should not have been able to come back. Right. So I, I mean that that's the thing, man. The more and more they do that, you're the more and more you're making it unbelievable. Yeah. But I mean, we 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 would talk about that throughout the entire show because nobody sells, bro. No. People were getting their stuff in and, and getting themselves over, man. That's for sure. Yep. Um Dexter Loomis defeating Baron Corbin. We talked about that. Uh Becky Lynch cutting a backstage interview. Uh, then we get to Brock Lesnar cutting an in-ring promo. Bro, do you notice one thing I used to say? See, bro, I, I, I'm the enemy. Remember, remember Becky took a couple of swipes uh, at me herself on mm-hmm. social media and mm-hmm. stuff? Bro, what were the two things that drove me crazy? What were the two things that drove me crazy that I used to say about Becky every week, and it was never personal? I, I, saw, I saw pictures of her as a mom with her kid. She's probably a lovely woman. What were my two critiques about her all the time, especially the, the wardrobe yeah. when she was cosplaying and I didn't understand it. There, there was no transition to it. And the second thing, bro, that I, I, I always criticized was the stammering and repeating mm-hmm. during her promos when she would be like, what, 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 what? She would do that all the time. Do you see that anymore, bro? Ooh. She didn't do that one 
time during that backstage promo. You don't see that anymore. And you know what, bro? Once she eliminated that, in my opinion, the promos are now much better mm. because that felt very theatrical. No, nobody's she, when she's having a conversation with her husband, she's not stammering like that. Mm. That has been eliminated, and I think her promos are a lot better. But you're the enemy, Vince Russo. You're the I, I mean, come on, bro. She's yeah. wearing, you know, wrestling gear now. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. There's a there's a there's an aura about Becky that just look, looks and feels better, though. I mean, like it just you can just tell. Like she just, I mean, the the mommy, and you know, it has to, there's something. It just seems like she had a a good uh, reset when she left. And so I, I appreciate that. So I do too. Fernando $5 super chat, bro. I catch myself watching old school wrestling and they told their story through their wrestling. Very Absolutely. True. Fernando. I'm with you a thousand percent, man. I, 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 every, every, every other Monday, Chris, I watch an old attitude era show. And then I watch this and it's too completely. It, it's like if, if they change the rules in football, yeah. You're, 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 you're literally watching two totally different games. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, speaking of t- t- totally different games, Brock Lesnar cuts an in-ring promo. Uh, country boy from uh, Canada, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, country boy promo he cuts nowadays. Uh, he has a multi-million dollar contract in his uh, $5 denim uh, vest pocket. Uh, to compete against Bobby Lashley, the two go face to face. Lashley talks and then uh, he gets F5 one more time, chance, and uh, Lashley gets another F5 two times. So, oh man, I wasn't a big fan of this segment, Vince. I only popped show. a little, I'll tell you why I popped because I, I, I don't recall him ever doing this. Yeah, he brought up Sable. He Which did. I was oh, yeah, yeah, the four yeah. or five. And then I think yeah, that, yeah, that, I that popped yeah. me a little like bit that. because he got a reaction because I don't remember him ever bringing yeah. up his wife. And everybody yeah. knows he's married to Sable. That got a little bit of a pop. But yeah, bro, when when we think about how we went from the beast to now he's got the the grass chewing the grass and i i don't know i don't know how we went from point a to point b i I don't know i I like cowboy brock because it it gives him it's a it's like reality it's it's a dose of reality you know like he'll it's kind of a jekyll and hyde type of thing he'll come out and, and and be you know cowboy you know, from from Saskatchewan type of doing his deer hunting and getting his big back, you know, big fat steak dinner, and then he'll just snap and just beat the brakes off of you, just like Brock Lesnar does. My my problem with this is, at the end of all of this, Vince, who was this putting over? All right, so you're going to come out and, and you're continuing to F five, you know, and doing this back and forth with Bobby Lashley. Now you're wanting Bobby Lashley to be the babyface in all this because clearly he comes out, he does the boom, boom, boom. He he does the you know he claps the hands, he interacts with the crowd. So if you're coming out, because Brock Lesnar initially came out and helped Theory, so that that was some heelish that they were seemingly trying to do. Fans weren't buying it. 
Now they're doing a face versus face thing, which I'm fine with. But at the same time, it's like if you're trying, if you're here, if, if I'm paying you, Brock Lesnar, to make Bob Bobby Lashley look good, I don't really think that he's doing that very well. Well, Chris, and, and I like Lesnar. I respect that guy, Lesnar, but I don't think he's doing a really good job. Chris, you know what I over. think the problem is? Here's the problem. Listen, I don't have a problem with a babyface versus babyface match. I don't have a problem with a heel versus heel match. I don't have a problem with that. But here's the problem. If these guys are both baby faces going in, bro, they have not built Lashley enough to be at the yeah, level man. of the baby face that Brock is. Agreed. If they were there like this yeah. and it was a tough call, yep. it's not a tough call, bro. Because, you know, Brock's, you know, the good old boy going out there with you in the whole night. Lashley is not up to that level. And, and here's another thing, Chris. I talk about this with Cody Rhodes all the time. Bro, you've got an average fan in the crowd. You, bro, come on. The, the, the average income for a wrestling fan is median range if we're lucky. Bro, it's medium and below. It really is. So what do you got, bro? You got the good old boy with the cowboy hat. And you got the guy coming out with a with a suit, looking like he's got a lot of money, mm-hmm. bro. Right there, you're tipping the scales of yeah. who who I want to win this match. Yeah. And and that that's not fair to Lashley, bro. If you yeah. really want to get him over as a baby face, if that's what you're trying to do, I don't think you've done a very good job. Yeah, I agree with that 100, man. Especially since. Brock is going to leave after this. You know what I mean? Like that's that's my biggest thing. Like, I, and again, I don't mind the come in, come out. I, I don't mind that, man. People people crap on that a lot. I, I personally don't mind it because it it helps the mystique. If you're coming in for a reason, I'm all for it. That's a good way to uh, to use a legend, you know. But the problem is they would keep giving him titles beforehand, and then he would leave. I, I wasn't a big fan of that. Now it's not title related. Come in, do what you got to do, put someone over, leave. I think they should do. I agree with you 100%. Man, if they're trying, if if this was if they're calling an audible here and they're making it, you know, Brock kind of baby facing it because of the because of the fans, don't make last of the heel just because Brock Lesnar is getting baby face, you know, pops, especially since he's going to leave. And the point is to make Bobby one of the top baby faces. You got to do a better job with uh, really keeping in. And the thing is, Brock Lesnar easily, you know, can get heat. You know what I mean? So I'm just wondering why he's keep playing to the crowd and doing those things. And yeah. so, yeah, I'm just we'll see. You know, we'll, we'll see how this goes. But so far, I'm 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 wishing in these segments that Bobby's getting more of the rub here, and he's kind of getting shrouded by a Brock Lesnar that's just going to leave in a few months. So yeah. I'm hoping that, that, that they do a better job with that. Uh, next, we have uh, Candice LeRae, <clears throat> Johnny Gargano, Dexter Loomis with Nikki Cross, and we have a, a drawing and Dexter Lewis, do, Dexter Lewis. Um, bro, what did we do with them? I, I, you know, bro, again, if, I, if I'm Triple H, okay, you know, supposedly he's he's the one in charge of creative. If I'm Triple H, bro, I am going to ask myself this question. 
Who exactly are the people that are going to care about a Candice LaRue, Nikki Cross feud? Like, I, I mean, bro, seriously, you, bro, I swear to God, when we get to JBL, what does JBL say to Corbin? You're a channel changer. Yeah. He tell, bro, who, who, who are the people tuning in for Nikki Cross and Candice LaRue? Who, who, who are these people tuning in for this? You, you, you mean to tell me, bro, it wouldn't be more valuable to you to build an Elias and make that guy mean something. Mm. You're going to take that time and put it over here with Nikki Cross. And it's not like you need more women on the show. You got plenty of women on the show. It's just, bro, who is going to care about this? I have no clue. Just, I mean, the star power that they the lack of star power that most of the women's division has, and they all have potential. You know what I mean? Like me, Chen could have came in and just caused some noise. Uh, it just seems like they're really kind of, she's kind of floating around since AJ left. And I can't, I, I don't get Candice LeRae. I don't get it. I, I don't get what they're trying to do with her. I am all in for a, uh, a feud with uh, uh, Gargano and Dexter over Candace. I think that would be very creative. Uh, maybe there was some seeds sown with the drawing today. Maybe I'm like, maybe there's okay, something. I, what do we have here? I, I'm going to tell you what the problem is. I am going to tell you what the problem is in a nutshell. And this, this has led into bigger problems. And bro, you can, you can back me. You can back me because we had Road Dog on the show and he said something one week that was very, bro, here's the problem. All the wrestlers that come up at NXT, there two things happen, bro. The Shawn Michaels, you know, whoever's down there, the Triple H's, who's ever down there, they fall in love with these people. They fall in love with the Garganos. They fall in love with the Candice LaRue's. They're down there. They fall in love with Bailey. They fall in love. Mm -hmm. They fall in love with these people. Then, bro, there is the, the ego part of it where I trained this person for five years, and now we're going to put this person on the main stage where – Bro, you should you should be training somebody. I am not kidding you, Chris. You should be training somebody for three months. And in three months, no. You know what? I may love this person. They may have a great attitude. They may show up on time, be the last ones to leave. But in the grand scheme, scheme of things, they're never going to get over to a mass audience. Yeah. They fall in love with these kids, and then they become a pet project. Bro, Road Dog told us about Dakota Sky. Mm -hmm. well, I, I don't even know her name at this point. He was on the show, and he said, oh, Vince, she's a hell of a worker. Mm -hmm. This is exactly what I'm talking about. They, they, they're, they're with these kids Every single day, yeah. and that bro, they're almost like a proud parent. Like, oh yeah, seriously. yeah. Absolutely. And they put them out there, and like, bro, these people are never going to get over. Yeah. And you should be able to make that call, Chris, in three months, bro. Yeah, and 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 with that, Vince, you can tell. It, 
speaking of your pet project point there, it's like Triple H is so like NXT and he's just like, you know, Papa Paul, you know what I mean? And he's like, you know, these are my kids. And it's like, man, okay, you've been here for, you know, a couple of years. And guess what, y'all? We got an announcement. Dakota Kai is moving up to the main roster. Everybody claps in the room. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Exactly. Job well done. Yeah. And, then, and then you get thrown into the Lions. And then it's like, oh. So, yeah, by the way, I really didn't have anything for you to main roster. I just wanted you to graduate to the main roster. Vince gets his hands on him, and he's like, who the heck is this? I mean, like with Cross, you know, it's the same same deal. Guess what? Guess what, Cross? Guess what, Karrion Cross? You know, you've been doing a great job in NXT. You've been killing it. You deserve a main roster. Guess what, everybody? I want to make an announcement. He's going to the main roster. Everybody claps. Everybody's happy about him. He's excited about his his opportunity. Vince sees him, and he puts him in a Jason mask and have him lose the first time because he didn't see anything in him. So, Chris, I I I I, I hate to bring this up, but I I want to explain to people, bro. You can't you can't play favorites, I, I, bro. I I would have been horrible in my job if I played favorites. Chris, I, I'm working independently. Okay, so. How I get started is I see this, I, I see the company's entire roster. Now, Chris, independently, I'm I'm in Colorado, but people come from Utah, people come from Kansas, they come from all over. So now all of a sudden, bro, I am looking at this roster with 50 people on it. Mm-hmm. There can't be 50 people on the show. So what do I do? Now I start looking at some of their matches. Chris, I could tell immediately like that who's going to be on the show. Immediately like that. He, there, he's on the show. He's on the show. He, he's never going to be on the show. Like that. Hmm. At the level these guys are at, the Shawn Michaels, the Triple H's, the Road Dogs, everybody else involved in this system, bro, you don't know a star when you see a star and you don't know when somebody is never going to get over. Come on, bro. You can't. It's not you. They're making it personal, and it shouldn't be personal, bro. Correct, correct, correct. I mean, Chris, think about about, bro. Let's go back to Ohio State. You got a guy walking on, bro. You got Rudy. You got Rudy walking Mm -hmm. on. Everybody falls in love with this kid. They are hoping, they are praying that the kid makes the team. Bro, at the end of the day, they ain't going to put the kid on the team because they like him. Right. They're not going to put him on the team because they like him. They're going to cut the kid. Yeah. This is business, man. It's business, man. And it's not it's it's not just some, hey, Papa Paul, seeing my boys graduate to the next level. Right, and they're, they're such a uh, they're, they're such a vested interest in all of his pet projects i mean like nxt is his baby so to yep. see his babies go up to the next level 
that's seemingly what he's more concerned about than seeing if they have the talent right. to go to the next level, which is the more important factor than just going to the next level. Right. So, right. Yeah. And we've seen, we saw that with a bunch of NXT talent, man. This, and that's the re- like, for instance, like, you know, uh, uh, when, when Tyler Bree, like Tyler Breeze went up to the main roster, you know, he, he put a lot of work in there. He went up to the main roster and just bombed, man. I mean, like, I mean, the, the funny skits with him and Fandango end up being funny, but I mean, just, there's a lot of people, man, Apollo Cruz, they, they, for for the for a long time he was just you know really irrelevant man he had a couple spots but he never really crossed that threshold that's yeah. the, he's back in NXT now Dabakato you know what I mean they did the whole raw underground he's back down there so there's a lot of people who just weren't ready to come to to the main roster yet I mean, I'd even argue Keith Lee, you know, to a, to a, to an extent, you know, when it comes to that, you know, he's no longer there. There's so many people that just weren't ready for that spot, but Triple H was like, you know, hey, my kid's coming. You know, what I mean, everybody clap for my kid. He's he's ready to go up. So I agree, it's business, man. At the end of the day, it's business. Either you have it or you don't. Yeah. Uh, Rollin four nine nine super chat bro. I think Lashley is a clear heel. Not only is it fancy clothes, but yeah, absolutely, I agree with you, Rollins. Yep. Yeah, the only thing, man, is that with Lashley, they they've done the feel thing before, and it seems like they're trying to do this thing with the Hurt Business 2.0. Man, just you got you got to go with where the fans is uh, leading you, man, and, and and the fans like Bobby Lashley. But the thing is, you're stifling you know his momentum by having someone shroud him by the name of Brock Lesnar, uh, who's getting more of the cheers. So yeah. uh Luke 499 super chat. <clears throat> they should take the Billy Bean approach. Don't That's create it, personal bro. relationships with the players. That is yep. It. yep. Yep. Good job. Yep. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Great, great call on that, Luke. Uh <clears throat> next we have uh Carmella defeating Michin, Piper Niven, and Candice LeRae. Um, I mean it seems like that's what they're gonna. That's what they're gonna do, anyways. Bringing Carmella back. Any thoughts on uh, on this here? I just felt, bro. Um, first of all, I'm gonna start referring to that one girl as uh, Kimchi. Kimchi. It's easier for me to remember kimchi. from the uh, from the Uganda headhunter days. Yeah, so I'm gonna go Kimchi. Kamala um, manager. I don't know, bro. Listen, we we've gone through the well with Carmella a million times. Mm-hmm. To me, I'm going with. Piper Nevin. Yeah, I, I agree. That, that, that's who I'm going yeah, with. Because yeah. you know why? At the end of the day, here's the deal, bro. If they get Rhea Ripley, think about this. Think about this, bro. Real simple. If they get Rhea Ripley, uh, if she beats Charlotte Flair, okay? Bro, who who would you who, who is gonna be a better opponent, a more believable opponent for Rhea Ripley? Carmella or Piper Nevin? Piper Niven, definitely. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I mean, Carmella isn't even in that same conversation. So why are you going there, bro? The return momentum oh, bro, and it'll eventually on. die oh, down, just like everything uh, else, man. Just like everything else. <clears throat> uh, next, we have uh, backstage. This is when JBL ditches Baron Corbin and uh, 
just I mean, JBL knows how to dress someone down. So yeah. <laughs> like nobody's business, man. What are your thoughts on uh I'm, I'm, bro, I'm, I'm thinking they're gonna have a match at WrestleMania or you I was thinking that too, but I was like, there's no way that JBL uh come back. And if if Corbin beats JBL, then what though? I I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I don't know where else you're going with this, but back to down on his luck, Corbin. See, and and that's the thing. I would be cool with you getting back to Bummy Corbin, down on his luck. You know, he's out. He's running. He's he ran out of money. The next couple of months, you know, month and a half, just kind of. Every week, you just kind of build that back up, and just JBL saying, "This is this, see, this is what I'm talking about. This is my proof. You're nothing without me. You're nothing without me." And then eventually, he get that sympathy, and they do it the right way. He restores himself and beats JBL. But I mean, does JBL like? Does he even have it to? To give at this point in this, I don't know, bro. You know, you know these, you know some of these guys, man. It's just in their blood, and yeah, you know, man. man. Oh, I mean, it could it, we could see Corbin versus JBL, man. But hopefully, this uh, starts uh, finally a, a Corbin babyface uh, run, long overdue, man. Because there's all these heel incarnations, man. They're just not working. They're no. not working, man. Uh, then we have Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin defeating the Alpha Academy. This was so confusing to me, man. MVP, he's with Omos. He's a heel, but they're baby faces. He fired them, but somehow he wants them again because of what? They haven't earned it, but he's helping them. What? Vince, please make sense. I don't. I don't. Oh, gosh. Chris. Chris. It's like okay, I'm 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 a uh, I'm a major league manager. I'm gonna bring this kid up from AAA. The kid comes up from AAA, plays a few games. He's batting a buck fifty. Yeah. Send him back down to AAA. He hasn't gotten better in AAA. Bring him back up. And think what he's gonna hit three hundred? Exactly. No, bro, he's gonna bat a buck fifty. That's what he's. Come on, man. Come on. What? Uh, See, bro, this oh, is the man. problem. This is the problem with the WWE, bro. They, they they give you they give you segments like this that allow you to turn the channel. Nobody, nobody is watching Alpha Academy against the Hurt Business. Nobody cares. That is the problem, the inconsistency. You know, Brock Lesnar, Edge, uh, Alpha Academy, and Herpes. No, no, bro, no. That's a channel changer right there. Imagine a, a manager coming up to me as a GM of a team. Right. And saying, hey, I got this recruit. I, I've, got, I've, got, I've got the quarterback's coach. Okay, I've got this quarter. I know the other quarterbacks coach wasn't really good. He really called terrible plays. I got a lot of interceptions. We really cost us a lot of games. We fired him. Okay, his name is Timmy Brown. All right, Timmy Brown got fired. Is it down downtown Timmy Brown? Downtown Timmy Brown. So he got he got fired from quarterbacks coach. All right, 
Right. He, he kept calling plays that led to a bunch of interceptions. Got he got him canned. All right. Right. So manager comes up to me, Mr. Featherstone. I've got a recruit for you. Yeah. I've got I've got the recruit for yes. you. Yes. Nine o'clock tomorrow. Yes. In your office. I'm gonna bring him in the room and yes. you're gonna be ready for him. All right. Yes. So I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at dollar signs because at very the end excited. of the day, very excited. Absolutely. Very excited. At the end of the day, this yes. is gonna be a great recruit because more wins equals more dollar signs because of more tickets and more ratings and more opportunities. Nine o'clock, I'm in there. Who all right? All right, manager. Here we go. And the door walks in. Downtown Timmy Brown. <laughs> oh, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't understand it, bro. I don't understand it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't know if I'm on. I don't know if Chris is on. I don't know. Chris. <laughs> there we go. Chris. My mouse has like a quarter. I said, on it and oh, <laughs> I said, I don't know if I'm on. I don't know if Chris is on, but I'm going to talk to you anyway. I'll, Gotta talk to downtown Timmy Brown real quick. I was so upset about him bringing in downtown Timmy Brown. I had to leave, man. Uh, yeah, man. And that's, that's precisely what happens. Downtown Timmy Brown is back in the recruiting after me firing him for not being a good quarterback coach. And he's not, he's not giving me any reason to bring him back, but managers, I got down. I'm telling you downtown Timmy Brown. He's the guy. No, he's not the guy. Get him out of my office. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. I'm realistic. Cliff Burton, 199. Thank you for your support, my man. Yeah, we just put uh, downtown Timmy Brown over. See, listen, man. We've got somebody else over, ladies. We we, we just, we turn gimmicks into gimmick age. Yes. Downtown Timmy Brown. Uh, Next, we have a backstage interview. With the Miz encounters Rick Booz approached by Adam Pierce. Your your early thoughts on Rick Booz. I know you didn't watch SmackDown so I'm, far. I'm, 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 I'm not. He's not I'm jumping not out. Into him. He's not, not jumping out. But I gotta I gotta tell you something though, bro. I swear to God. So there were a couple of dead spots in this show. Uh, one of them being the Alpha Academy and uh, her business, but there there were a couple of dead spots on this show that I wasn't, you know, uh, Corbin and Loomis and all this crap. So, bro, I'm flicking through the other channels. You guys are forcing me to change the channel because I'm bored with this. Okay, I come across a show, bro, that I know has been around for a long time. Okay, it's called Naked and Afraid. You ever hear of this show? Uh-huh. Bro, here's what I noticed about this show. Okay, because I I went back to it several times, bro. Every single time they went to commercial break, there was a hook, bro. Mm -hmm. The guy was having a heart attack. There was a panther. A Mm -hmm. panther shows up in the middle of the night. Every single time they went to bro. So like they're going to commercial. Now I've got to come back. Yeah. Why, why mm. is it so hard for this show to do that? Why? Point. Well, if Naked and Afraid can do that, yeah. why is it so hard for Raw to do that, bro? 
Uh, television writers, man. And plus, oh. they're hiring television writers. It's like, man, don't you know how to hook segments? <laughs> Instead oh, of going from Nikki Cross and and uh, uh, them writing a uh, drawing of uh, drawing to some other Carmella, you know, like you go from a drawing of Dexter Loomis drawing them into uh, Carmella, something completely different I, than uh, what we just it, it, It's not that hard, no, bro. It's, it's not. not. But anyway. Next we have uh, Asuka defeating Chelsea Green. We talked about that. Uh, Bianca Belair comes out and cuts promos post-match. Ah, man, you know, I'm a Bianca fan, man, but she's got to stop talking so much, man. I know. I, I, I don't like that. I don't, I don't uh, like that, Chris. Gotta, I don't like gotta that. Stop that man. So you got to stop it. You know, Chris, it's, I, I got to, can, can I be honest with you, bro? Yep. And, and I, and I tell you, this is like what pisses me off. Um, she's a black woman and I really have to be afraid of what I say about the way she's cutting those promos because I don't want oh look look Vince Vince is a racist. Bro, the reason I bring it up is I've seen her talk as herself. Mm. And I was very very impressed with that. Yeah. She's smart, she's intelligent, she's likable. Mm. I've seen it so that's why when I see this presentation, my, my, my response is, why are we doing this? Yeah. I, I like the person that I saw. Why, why aren't I seeing that person? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't understand it, bro. So, like, I swear I've got to ask myself the question, whether it Vince, whether it Triple H. Okay, bro, so is this how they view a young black girl? Hmm. Is, is this their idea of a young black girl? Because the, the, the girl I saw as herself was nowhere close to this. I, I, I don't get it, bro. I don't understand. It. I don't you know that they're selling uh, hats with a ponytail on the uh, site now. WWE. Well, that's that's I, the reason why they're doing I mean, it, man. Bro, that's the reason why. Like, I, I, I bro, I, I, I don't. I, it's I, all about the money. It's, it's, it's uh, I just thing. hate. I just, I just, yep. I just don't like that. Man. So, so don't be surprised if you see Vince and I with the hats on. Yeah, with, with the, the ponytail pony going on. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get one of those now. <laughs> and bro, what about beating though Chelsea Green her first, her first match on Raw? Yeah, I mean, I, for some reason, I thought she was gonna lose, man. And like, for I'm like, you know what? <clears throat> I'm wondering if there was something about this that they just wanted to bring Chelsea Green back just to make her look like an idiot. Oh, bro, don't you remember? Remember the story with her and uh, Cardona? Oh yeah, they wanted to use her house. Yeah, for the, bro, I'm telling you, that's giving, what this yeah. is. Yeah. That's exactly what they. Oh, you wouldn't let us use your pool. Well, where's that's exactly what this is, bro. Yeah, yeah. You, they don't forget anything, bro. They let her go. They they let her go, right? And they're like, oh, by the way, 
can we use rapport for a segment? Right. No, right. you can't yeah, use rapport. Exactly. For a yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, now they're going to bring her back and make her look like an idiot, man. Um, Cody Rhodes uh, in ring promo, uh, interrupted by Paul uh, Paul Heyman. Um, I, I think I think a lot of a, a lot of it I liked. I will say that a lot of it I liked. I wish that they would have not closed the book all, uh, that quick with with Cody getting you know like some some leverage at the end. I wish that he would have left disheveled. And I think I mean you've got you know six more weeks of this right. So instead of just having the because you're not going to have a lot of Reigns presence on Raw to build this up because he's on SmackDown doing the Sammy thing. So if they're doing the the reality thing with Cody and Paul, which I like, actually, I think what you do is you have Paul Heyman drop the mic, have that Cody's kind of thinking about it, leaving disheveled about, you know, Roman being the guy into the sun that he never had. Cody thinking about that for a second, Cody leaving because that builds back that builds babyface steam. And that keeps him as far as likable in that sense. He's coming out with the suit. He's looking like, you know, better. But that kind of humbles him and brings him down if he's like, man, like, really, Dad? You know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. Like, if he's – and even though they do the, you know, the the hard camera shots as far as him saying, really, Dad? Stuff like that. If you would have continued that, I think I you would have made it more intrigued and had more legs to it. Well, I got to tell you a couple of things about this, uh, Chris. First of all, uh, you know, I mean, on on a scale of one to ten, I liked it much more than I didn't dislike yeah, it. Yeah. But but I, th- there were a couple of very telling things in here. First of all, listen, bro, my, my, my biggest pet peeve, and I've said it a million times, is freaking Heyman is too way over the top, man, for me. He's 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 just too theatrical. He with with the like it, it's too much for me. Okay, let me just say that. I like the story. I like the you know he went to ECW. I I liked all that. All that was very very real. Then Heyman started getting into the heat, and Cody's facials were great, bro. His his top lip was almost quivering. Mm-hmm. His facials were great. Now, there are a couple of very telling things here, which I did not like. Bro, if the angle is, if Heyman is saying to Cody Rhodes, your father told me that Roman Reigns was the son he always wanted. Bro, 100% Cody Rhodes is going over at WrestleMania. Yeah. If okay. that's oh, the that's story. One, but, bro, yeah. here's the part that I was like, Really? So, bro, we get into Roman Reigns what was the son he always wanted. Uh, and then Cody says, you you just made it personal. Bro, we've gone right over Sami Zayn. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, what, what, yep. what, like seriously, bro, <laughs> yep. what, what, what is the point? Yeah. What, why would you do that? When Cody Rhodes says, you've just made this personal, yeah. I'll see you at WrestleMania. Yep. We're right over a story yeah. that they have been building up for how long, bro? For over a year. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yep. I, I, you know, I was thinking the same exact thing when it came to when he said that I'm glad you mentioned that because it's like, 
you're trying you're 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 plugging elimination chamber next week and basically you're just saying that it's a throwaway pay-per-view i mean for, for as far as the main event scene is concerned as far as the the title picture is concerned you know it's like that they it was for the universal championship and they they're saying that but at the end of the day it's like yes i know like it, it seems as if I think Jimmy can't be in Montreal and so Jay because of the DUI. So Jay, like all signs point to Jay's been absent. Jay's going to come at the main event, help reigns kind of reset the bloodline thing, which leads to the, which leads to the tag team match. So that's, what's going to happen in elimination chamber. However, though, you just, you're basically continuing to show us, that Sami Zayn won't be champion by the time that night's over. Bro, you know what the problem is, Chris? If Roman Reigns has not held that title 800 days or whatever it is, say say it's a six-month title reign, okay? Bro, you could even have Sami beat him in his hometown and then him get the title back. You know, Yeah, that's time. what I said last but week. You yeah. can't do that with the guy having the belt for 850 days. That yeah. ain't going to happen. You're yeah. not going to stop his streak for one night. For one night. It's yeah. not going to happen, bro. So <laughs> I, I just I don't know why they would have put a year into this to gloss right over this match. And that's the reason why uh, that's the reason why uh, events like this in between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania it, 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 sometimes it's obsolete, man. It, it really yeah. is. It's like, yeah, I understand that there's a chamber like they want to build a chamber match. So the chamber match is for the US Championship. Okay, sure, but at the same time it's like do you really need a chamber match for the U.S. championship, or do you want to market that as the thing, which I'm fine with? Right, like, make right. that the thing, right? And don't have, don't force us to see a, a, a obsolete uh, universal championship match, knowing that Cody's going to win it at WrestleMania, and you know for a fact that he's not going to beat Sami Zayn. He's going to beat Roman Reigns because that's where we're that's where we're moving to as far as the angles concerned. So, I mean, it, again, if you want to make Elimination Chamber a U.S. Championship thing, make it that. Don't give us Sammy versus Roman Reigns. And if you do, so here here's here's my here's my question to you then. If you do do if you do Sammy Zayn versus Roman Reigns at Elimination Chamber. Could you have done it a non-title match and Sammy beats Roman in that aspect? Bro, I, I, I got one better. Why didn't you wait and do it at freaking WrestleMania? You do it at WrestleMania. The bloodline starts, dog, just like they did Kevin Owens. Mm. They tell Zayn to finish Cody. Do the same exact thing. Cody goes over. Mm. Now you've got Reigns and Sami Zayn. Mm. You know, now you've got it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, bro, listen, unless, unless they're doing something that I'm not seeing, the positioning of these things just do not make sense. Yeah, the, those the, those pay per views in between Raw, uh, Royal Rumble and and and, uh, and WrestleMania, man. I, yeah, I just I, I, a lot of a lot of it's obsolete, man. Yeah. Uh, unless 
again, if, if you're going to make it for the mid title mid card championship center around that, that's fine. That, I mean, like that's a, that's a good pay-per-view in between to make the mid card title look good. I'm fine. Right. with that. Right. But I mean, just for this, knowing that Cody's going <laughs> to like, no, nah, it's, it's pointless. Yeah. Uh, Montez Ford uh, beating uh, Elias. We, we, we thought that that was, you know, I mean, and, we yeah, again, uh, you, know, you know, that's going to happen. Elias ain't going to the elimination chamber. Yeah. We know that, you know. Could this be a coming out party for Montez? Um, yeah, and this is one thing that I didn't like about this segment. They took they took the thunder away from Montez winning a singles match. Like, like why does, at the end of this segment, the one who was over was Seth Rollins. Like, yeah. why in the world do we need more of Seth Rollins to be over here? You took the shine away from Montez Ford, who's breaking out as a single star, but Seth Rollins is attacking Theory, and he's looking at, like, Montez is looking at Theory. Seth Rollins attacks Theory, stomps him, and then people start singing. You just yeah. took the shine away from Montez. exactly Ford. right. And, Chris, if you want to, you know, because, again, you know, the 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 the, the live crowd, all you got to do, bro, is do an interview with Rollins in the back to get yep. him on the TV show, then yep. give him a freaking dark match. Exactly. That's all you have to do. Now you I, – I agree with you 100% on that, bro. That was horrible, horrible. I agree with there. you 100%. Uh, Becky Lynch defeating uh, Bailey. Uh, damage control interferes. Lita makes a save. Um, I mean, wh- what do you think about Lita making an appearance here? In I mean, again, I'm just thinking they're setting up a WrestleMania match. What do you think the match is going to be? I mean, could it be Lita and Bailey? Lita and Bailey. See, this is what I this is what I thought. What I would actually be interested in. I think I would be interested in damage control versus Becky Lita and Trish. Yeah, I was I was going to say that next. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely, bro. If it's not a one on one with Bailey, then absolutely that they got to get another. um, And and the reason too, bro, is because if it was a Becky uh, Lita thing, then I mean the Bailey, where's Becky going? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, oh, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. That 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 does that absolutely does make sense. Yeah, I'd be, I'll be, I'll be for that. That'll be a good yeah. spot for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that'll be a really good marquee match for them if uh, Trish comes back and they do yeah. the six person that way. So. I agree with that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Vince Russo uh, plug the channel, my man. Yes, guys, as always, man, channelattitude.com, Russo'sbrand.com, one in the same, bro. Uh, Many, many, many different podcasts with many, many different people every single week. Check it out. Indeed. Before we leave, we got my boy Roland. What's the hard timeline of the Attitude Era? Some say that it ended with Austin Rock at WrestleMania 17. I feel like it started with Austin winning the title WrestleMania 14, which means 97, and Bret Hart is pre-Attitude Era. Well, the uh, Attitude Era ended uh, rolling uh, sometime in in uh, late September uh, 1999 when Russo and Ferrara left. The, there you the, go. Russo and Ferrara left, the Attitude left. I, I'm going to say, bro, because I'm, I'm reviewing the shows, I think the Attitude Era started with Mike Tyson. Okay. All right. I think it officially started with Mike Tyson. I, I really do. What I'm seeing now on these weekly shows, I think it started with Tyson. That was 97? Yes. Or 98? 
Um, I'm in February of 98 Tyson. Yeah. Yeah. Early, early 98, uh, January 98. That's what I would say. Because 98 was Austin Michaels. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Cool. Uh, Reckless is saying, can you please answer my first super chat? Did we miss a super chat from young? Did we miss a super chat? Oh, here we go. So why is WWE letting all these lightweights go for world titles who are believable like Cody, but ignore believable guys like Lashley and Drew? Because that's what their audience wants, bro. Their audience, their hardcore audience, their niche audience wants these spot fest monkeys. I mean, that's that's what they want, and that's what they're feeding them, bro. Yeah. Call to Life Ministries, uh, $5 Super Chat, bro. You know, another 2.0 triple threat match at Mania Roman, Sammy, Cody, ended with Roman and Sammy each pulling down one of the belts. Yeah, you can't. I, I was thinking of that call to life ministry. You can't you can't do that. I I mean you got to go Roman Cody. You've you've yeah. got to, man. For re- maybe if, if this were other than WrestleMania, you might be able to get Sammy in there, but not at, at WrestleMania, it needs to be that big one-on-one showdown. Although I missed Josh's last super chat too. Josh, did you miss uh oh man? My bad, Josh. Oh, here we go. Four ninety nine. <clears throat> I think it will get to a point where people will get tired of Cody trying to get over using his father's name. Do you agree? By the way, you guys are best. Thank you, Joseph. What do you think? Do you think that uh, eventually you, what, it will run its course as far as the, I, I, I think? I think, bro, because the whole purpose behind it was his dad never won it. So I think, you know, when and if he wins it, that story will go away. Yeah, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, channelattitude.com, Russo, Russo'sbrand.com. Where the pros are the pros, bro. Uh, you, you went live for, what was it? What did you go live for again? When? Uh, this past weekend. Oh, but I, I went live by accident last night, bro. No, you, no, you went uh you had to address oh oh it was about uh, another dirt sheet uh journalist Remember double that? s double s bro yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It, had, it had by the way it has well, well over ten thousand views oh does it wow well over ten thousand wow views. wow man hey man that's how you uh that's how you draw heat man like controversy creates cash as uh eric bischoff would say right yes. uh Ladies and gentlemen, at the Vince Russo, you see it underneath uh, his name. At Chris Prolific, you see it underneath my name. This is the Legion of Raw. Ladies and gentlemen, have a good night, Solo.